0: I die? die? I die? Did I die? I die? die? Did I die? I die? Did I die? 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 I Did I die? 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 I die? I did da 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 die, da 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 The la la ya the la la, the la la, the la la, the la la, I die, da today, I die, I die, I die,
1: I die, I die, I die, I die, such as just a, a Yeshua, nisim gluim, and no more, no more suffering, Also, in honor of the Rachanimol, Yakir Shlomo ben Yehuda Leib, my nephew got a name yesterday morning. She came the that came. Yehuda's son, my my brother-in-law Yehuda had his son's bris was yesterday morning, so I want to do the learning that this this learning should really give him, uh, give him the courage to be as 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 even more than, more than he can be. Exceeding his, uh, not just reaching his potential, exceeding his potential. Amen. Last, the last year that we had, the beautiful year we had on Sunday, was speaking about that filter. Remember we spoke about that filtering process? Who was here Sunday? You were here, right? Yeah. Most of us were here. Remember that filter that audit works on automatic? Remember, what, what, did that, what does that filter prevent us from doing? Just to recap? Uh, What's that? Non-productive thoughts. I'm thinking we can to fly. No, like. <laughs> And he said it's true, from thinking that we can fly. But I thought, when, when you said that, I, I also thought like, it's not just like thinking we could fly, but thinking that we could mamish fly. What is this filter? That, that's, it's, it's subconscious, we don't even realize it anymore. Then when thoughts that don't have forms come into, our, come into us, what do, we do, what do we do with it? We, it's already on a filter. We don't, we don't let it do anything with us, because if I can't understand what I can do with something, if it's not clear to me, I chuck it out. And that power, that kaya never gets exercised on a certain level, because that which I can't say, what do I get out of it? I can't do anything with it. Now this, we all, we said as well, is the really the chait of the etzadahs. Etzadahs, where said, just don't eat from that tree, because if you eat from that tree, you're gonna die. Why? Why is it now? Now we can understand. Why, is, why did Hashem say, if you eat from that tree, Motamut you will die? Because if your life is just going to be a story of process, processing data and intaking information to see what you could do with it and chuck things that you can't do with it, that's a life of death. That's not a life of real living. Real living, real flourishing, real simchotic living, k'dusha tahara, Vekus living, is that you're able to entertain all these thoughts that come, not entertain, you're able to, not just able, you desire and want to have a day filled with machshavas taharas, machshavas kadoshos, that you're not busy trying to extract what can I do with this versus what I can't do with it. And when your day is filled with more of that, that's what we, what we said when we spoke about that the kedusha aspect of your life becomes more fulfilled. But we spoke about this filtering, this filtering process that this filtering faculty, that happens almost, almost automatically. And he just said, yeah, you gotta be aware of it, that we don't even, that it happens all the time. That's what we learned on Sunday. Um, I know I said that, that was only on Sunday was gonna be the English, but I looked again at today's, at this year, and hopefully it won't happen, it'll happen only when we really need it. But I wanted to make sure that we stick with the point that he's drilling home, just a bit more, and therefore I, brought, I, I, I have it here in English. But for those that want to learn it and see it in Hebrew, it's, this is Zion. It's on page 18. Zion. Okay, let's go for it. Let us not in one leap attempt to attain the abilities of a person who already experiences periods of positive mindfulness. Our desire is to elevate everyone in our group so that everyone will be able to reach such holy moments and discover this positive mindfulness. So if you if you you need a clear outline as to why he assembled everyone together, it can't be clear. This is why he assembled the chavra together. So that everyone that's that's with us focuses on this avoda. Okay, so how would you define this avoda? What is this avoda? Define it.
2: Well, we're not supposed to keep it undefined.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Okay. So say that. So what is it? It's
2: just not not keeping score every thought that enters your mind, not categorizing
1: it. Say Okay. No, no. This is good. Say it Say it better.
2: It's not filtering it.
1: Unfiltering what? What is Avi basically saying? What's the Avodah that the PSS now is describing over here to the Talmudim? Disconnect from
2: reality for moments?
1: <laughs> no, 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 maybe disconnecting yeah. from unreality for a moment, it's connecting to reality <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the deepest way. Okay, Let, let's, let's, let's continue, we'll, we'll see how this goes the analytical filter within us that demands that our every thought show a similarity to this worldly thought is a great obstacle one that does not allow us to attain any pure awareness not even the inspiration of holiness and pure per- and pure prayer <laughs> what does that mean why why don't moments we this, we this we said a few weeks ago why don't moments that should generate within us tremendous Hitlavut, enthusiasm, and how come they don't end up really doing anything in their life? Why is that? I go to shul and I'm flying, and I come home, and one remark that my wife makes me, I'm on the floor. How could it be that I could be standing here, kedusha, kessayitnu l'chay and we're all in such ecstasy. However, the amount of effect that that actually has in my life is minimal to nothing. How could that be? what he just said? Why? Again, not even the inspiration of holiness and pure prayer, we don't allow the inspiration of holiness and pure prayer play any real role in, my, in our lives. How does the filtering pro- faculty... Everything. Correct. And then what, so what does it take? Let, let's describe this. For
2: time and then the rest of the time for real-world stuff. Or
1: no, no, you, but you hear what you said. We keep on going back to this. Davening and the real world, right? No, no, but what you're saying is that that's how... Why do we do that? What's that defense mechanism that, that really says davening... Learning, like this is not the real world. What's the real world when, we're, when, when we leave here and go home and we're back to, to the Avodah Zarah Satan buttons, button game all day long? That's the real world, but this is not. Now, why, why are we programmed like this? Like, what happens in us that really defines things that, 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 that it's like this? Why do you think it's like this? Yeah. Your parents don't be a
2: you got to get out
1: and work in the world, you got to clean your room, you got to, so part of it is what we're, in this cycle has been going on for a long, long time. But then you take a stroll, and you're in, I don't know, where you're anywhere, it's the different, you know, different neighborhoods, and you see those, you know, you see just something that you want so badly, and you say, oh, I wish, I wish so much that was me, right? But you just said a second ago, that's not the real world. Well, no, it's not your real, real world where you're at now, correct? But that is the most real of real worlds. So what's that guy's in the end? What was he able to crack through? That guy that's capable of really feeling that being in positive, pure mindfulness, one with the Torah, all day long is possible. What did he have to crack and crush through? What illusion, not not illusion, but what did he have to really... What do you mean? The perception of, of duality
2: that Hashem is in a certain place and in other places Hashem is not.
1: Hashem is here, right? But is Hashem there? We, it's a nice song, but do we really believe that? Hashem is here, Hashem is there, hopefully. Well, the ne- next line is Hashem truly everywhere. <laughs> 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 you're going to go to lyrics. Okay. <laughs> you lyrics man. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> He finishes the sentence by explaining,
2: we, "Maybe it's exactly the point. We perceive it as here and there. Right. But it's not that way." No fun. No fun. Uh, although I think a, a certain amount of compartmentalization is uh, maybe not maybe not when it comes to spirituality and, and our ruts on when it comes to Hashem and, and who we are. But I don't know for work anyway, and, and then going home afterwards, just in terms of family time. I think. Uh, I, I actually work very hard to keep them compartmentalized to a degree, so if, uh, for example, you have a bad day at work and you're
1: feeling uh, maybe some frustration, you, you don't want to, your family deserves not to experience any of that frustration. So how do you do that? You, know, you only can release it using certain avenues, Right. Like if you're you going to a show, going for a bike ride or whatever, but you don't want to bring it home, so you have to compartment, you have to uh-huh. lock it away, and then... Go back to it when you're in a better place. It, that might work for some. Yeah. Not not so, not so, push what you said. I'm not
2: push
1: Yeah. Not so, not so easy. When I not so, not so easy. We wear, most of us wear our emotions on our sleeves. It's not, even if we say we're going to go to that place, I know for, I know myself, I can't really hide. I can't hide anything that I'm feeling. Even if, like, I don't know. For me, for me, it's very, very, very difficult. Um, Many of you will keep on asking, like it's great that when we're learning here, it's great and it's gevaled and everything, but what does it really do in my life? How does it really affect my life? What does it ever, what does it really do to me? How do I really make this affect my life? Well then that's why he gathered the chabura together because they asked the same questions. The Praimach Shavatoh they were saying the same thing, Rebbe, really, we come to the Tish, we come to Shul. We're we're flying while we're in it, but then when we leave when we leave the Tish, when we leave Shul, what happens?
2: Well, the world doesn't <coughs> function on these
1: parameters. In which world?
2: the outside world.
1: The outside world?
2: The world that we're involved in. So that, I guess, the point uh, is to get a cocoon of people so this way that
1: becomes your world. Nachon, nachon. That you're create, That exactly, that you're creating a world in that world become so much more real, and engage- and that's the world you're truly engaged in, much more than all the other stuff you have to do afterwards. Remember, he said that the coming together has to happen all the time. It's got to be a commitment. It's got to be something real. And I really think it's for what you're saying to create this this concept of this is going to become your real reality and the other place that you're engaged in, usually, will be foreign to you. So then this con- the filtering kind of gets... What's that word? Like starts to just... F- it, yeah, slowly, slowly. Before you even notice it, because now you you don't have to filter anymore, because now those that things which you usually automatically pushed away, that becomes second. That that's just your nature now, and that's what everyone else in the room is is there. You know, when we, for instance, when we went to Oman this last year, probably one of the most powerful experiences of seeing how a certain reality which was brand new and was. Only about twenty-four hours old was much more real than anything else that anyone had up until that moment. Where we we were traveling all day and had a very powerful day in the morning in Babi Yar with Hallel, and then in the afternoon by Reb Libby, it's like of Berdichev and then at night by the Bal Shem Tov. It's a pretty powerful day. It's not your typical Sunday. So, and then at night we're sitting by a, a little kumsitz uh, by the Kev of the Bal Shem Tov. And every person in that world was entertaining completely. You know, good morning, Baruch. Word. Every person in that room was entertaining the most mindful, pure thoughts that didn't have to that were stripped of form. Stripped of form. And yet, it was what what we were what what blew us away is that those moments seemed more real than anything that we had until then. Coming
2: to the point where Shimei, that's what he said. He goes. I want right. to take what I have now and not be afraid to bring this back to my world Correct. in New York Correct. and be who I feel like I am right now that's sure what people think that's, that's, great, I mean, that's he broke
1: down and he said Ve'ikar lo khal. he was crying because what's this pachad that I can't bring this back the pachad is is that this can't this can't be the real world now you know so maybe the PSS is saying when you're alone it, it it's almost impossible it's true. And when, when we go back to our own homes, we do feel a little bit alone in that regard, because it's just us, right? And then we, we become judges to a certain extent. But that's the point of it, of it being a chabura, that it's, that it's us together doing this. Let's go weiter. The fact that this ha- and is this not the essential cause of a flaw in our belief? <coughs> and our awe and our love of God. What does he say over here? How does he say it in Hebrew? <speaking> in Hebrew> Any blemish that you have in your Ahav HaShem and your HaShem, isn't this clearly the, the root of, of the blemish in it? This inyan that you don't really believe that it's real because you don't know what kind of tzura to make to it? He's saying people if they if they could say I can show you and I can visualize and I could explain to you, I could paint for you what love of Hashem is, they'd have a much easier time. <clears throat> or if I could if I could draw on a piece of paper what Yirat Hashem is, I'll have much easier time. Like, that's why people have much easier time connecting to an academic pill pool of like how the Rambam came to his certain medical ethics that he came to, because they see it on paper and they could, they could show you that it, that this is what works, right? And this is real. As opposed to someone who is in need of expressing what the feeling of loving Hashem and being in awe of Hashem is. What is he going to do? What is he going to write on a piece of paper? How is he going to show you that it adds up? can't. You can't do it. And, that's the, and, 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 the, and the seeker says, that's, that's where I'm stuck, is that I'm accustomed to connecting to things that I can prove that I could show and I say that I believe in Hashem when really I barely believe in things that I can't prove. I rarely believe in things that I can't prove like really believe in them like but the, but the weird thing is is that can you prove that you love your wife? Well yeah you could say look how much I look how much I do for her right you,
2: say the same thing about you
1: could but the, but the problem is, is that, It's scary, but this same, everything we said right now goes to all the things that, all of our emotional places in our world, in our life as well. But we have this need, and it's not, and we shouldn't get too hard on ourselves for this. We have this need to really only allow ourselves to believe in that which can be proven. I remember when Rabbi Shlomo once screamed in the middle of a concert, he said, he said, what kind of a shallow God would this be if we could prove his existence? The greatness of God is that He can't be proven. It's hard that, that's hard to wrap your hat your, your head around, right? What kind of a shallow God would He be if He could be proven? If you look at another religion, everything about the religion is just proofs. It's, I'll prove you that this is this, and, this, and our whole thing is that has nothing to do with why I believe in Hashem. That's why a lot like like some of these seminars of proofs and codes and stuff. It might be good to like. Tune the knob, you know, like fine-tune the knobs a little bit, but that's not what you're going to be standing on when you come before it based in Shumala. Did you believe in those codes? And did you believe in all those things, that all the seminars that prove to you that the Torah is real and authentic? It's nice for a tune-up, but that's not what you're going to be standing on in the next world. Turn. A young man came to me and lamented. If I could picture some image when I stand before God in prayer, I'd be inspired. Or at least in a simple way, like a person begging an an omnipotent being to save him. Or I would tremble and shake when I would have the thought and image that I'm standing before Hashem's throne of glory. However, since it's forbidden to visualize any image or form, all I have is the concept that I'm standing before God. A concept without substantive thought without a concrete thought I can't be inspired unless it's some spontaneous inspiration out of my control and I'm certainly unable to achieve an ongoing experience of fiery, passionate feeling he's saying this is a Maisha shahaya that someone came to me and said, Rabbi, let's be real if it's, if it's something that I can visualize in front of me it'd be so much easier for me but it's so abstract I can't, I can't hold on to it I don't have a way of that affecting my life what should I do? What should I do? You know, when we walk into a room, we see a picture of a Bavich on the wall, right? So what does it do to you? Well, to most to many of us, what does it do? It, there's a certain consciousness of, kedusha exists in the world, it's possible to be an Ere and go get him. There's, there's a, it brings you determination, it brings you a drive to do something, to do something in this world. But then you go into a place, that, you know, with Hashem, that there that there is no... You have, like, in some places, the, uh, you know, in front of shtenders by bimas you have, like, the yud ke'vav and stuff, but, come on, unless you really are a deep Kabbalist and you can understand the permutations of God's names and how the yud connects to the K, and then what do those letters do to you? Or maybe they, I don't know, maybe they do something to you guys. It, I, I never connected so much to those things. But you hear what I'm saying? What do we have on a Hashem level that puts that puts that determining drive that like like when we see a picture of someone that we know existed and that was full of holiness that drives us home. Right? So with Hashem all the more so it's so difficult and this is what this I don't know if it was a young man he said he said so this is really really difficult now look what he says here perhaps this was the underlying motive behind the sin of the mixed multitude of the Erev Rav who said Make us a God who will go before us. And look what he says here. They wanted a God that they could see. They went too far, however, and sought not only a mental image, but a physical one. And even more... What's this egregious. word? Egregious. What does that mean?
2: Terrible. Worse. worse.
1: Even more egregious, they foolishly desired an image of the God of Egypt. They've, that's what we're talking about right now. How so?
2: Because this is where it's all at.
1: E- even today well, I mean, you're saying.
2: Yeah, I mean we still suffer from uh, eating off the tree. We get there, we get there, uh, from I mean good to evil, light and darkness. We're trapped in this, in this system. And this is this is the mentality of the physicality. I gotta see it, I gotta touch it, I gotta have some. And that all religions are based on based on this on this concept you got to have something. you got to have something to got to something to see. That's why, man. basically, the paganism, paganism of today is so strong. Because the people worship themselves. They worship man. They worship this institution, that institution. And this is who right. they're all around it. This is the world that we're trapped in every 24-7. And he said, this is, amazing. This is the bottom line. We, we're yeah. in the world, but really not of the world. And we have to tap into this other dimension to be able to circumvent and we, between the lines of, the, of this mess that we have to deal with
1: it. But we're so under the impression that we've already left the world of paganism because people don't yeah. bow down before idols anymore. It's a joke. Right. It's a joke. We're not there pagan. There are monks right? that think life is but a joke. I happen
2: to be one of them. And, that, and that's absurd to say that paganism you know, is something of
1: the past. But that's how it's we... we come I'm on, if I told you guys, is there any Avodah... How much, you know, how much are we around the Avodah zara today? So our concept of Avodah... Besides, the, no, but besides the folk, like our concept of Vodazara and, and paganism was that, oh, no, no, they then needed statues in order to connect, as if we don't. Yeah, it's not even the physical
2: statues. I mean, you could,
1: exactly, that's the scary part.
2: Anything, Do you
1: know it? that Reb Shlomo turned yes. around to his kal, the last Yom Kippur of his life before Kol Nidre, or before Neila, in Karbachshon, New York, and he said, friends, I just want to let you all know you can make a vodazara out of anything. Then he said, you can even you can make a vodazara even out of the Torah. True. Then he said you can even make a Zara out of God.
2: True. 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 True.
1: True. Explain to Jerry how how that could be.
2: That how
1: could you make a vodazara out of God?
2: Because you can cons- conceptualize God and, and make him into uh, an actual entity, and something that you can compartmentalize. This is God. This is the Torah. I mean, that's that. There's a there's a thin line between honoring the Torah and thinking that it's it's right. something that's you know oh God, so holy. And I'm of the school that there's nothing holy but God, and I don't even understand that. <laughs> I don't even understand that. But I'm totally signed off on that. There's nothing holy but God. And everything else is
1: a fine line. you got to watch it. I, I have to watch it. So. This is exactly what we were learning last night's parasha Sheer Exactly that. That when we came out of Mitzrayim, we stopped making a azar out of God also. How? Is that while I was a slave, I couldn't even imagine that there could be a relationship with something that's abstract. A slave mentality needs that, exactly what he's saying over here. The whole point, and this is why we keep on, this is what this is what Cliff is crying through in all of his emails. If you, if you saw the last email, it was out of this world. No, it was in this world. It put the rest of the world out of this world, and I encourage all of you to read those emails that I'm sending you of They are Mamish Torah. They're Mamish Torah. So the point of, of Yetzirah Mitzrayim and why we keep on, like, we all dive in Shacharis right now. How many times did we remember, did we speak about leaving Mitzrayim just this morning? And we're going to do it again tonight. Why do we keep on going back there? Because of what took place when we left Egypt. What happened when we left Mitzrayim? Our the concept of Hashem was liberated too. So
2: that, a lot of
1: that happened because Hashem revealed Himself to us through very obvious... Uh, yeah, but there was something that kind of triggered Hashem to reveal Himself to us. Yeah, what was we were, it?
2: We were about to fall off the
1: press No, what did we do? What's the beginning in Shmos? How did, what did we do? What's the only thing that we did to somewhat kind of bring about this revelation? We screamed to Hashem. We screamed to Hashem.
2: Did
1: say we screamed to Hashem or we screamed? Vayyazakrun screamed? Um, what's the in there in Shmos? I don't remember. Did they scream to Hashem, or do they just scream? Whatever, you know what? They're either either way. What what did happen is that they ex, they let it out. You let out a kriach. So that that's what we know brought about this revelation, the beginning of the revelation. Then what happened? Our, we were blown away? by etz mayamazen. Parashas When we we're leaving Egypt, we realize, holy cow! Like we don't just need to visualize something in order to believe it. It's it's so much bigger than that. So when Rabbi Shlomo says you can even make a Vodah out of Hashem, what does that mean? It means that you can say you believe in Hashem, but you're really, it's a pagan relationship to this concept, of what you made of Hashem. You said Hashem is like this, and Hashem's like that, and Hashem can do anything, but I'm not really connected to that. Hashem can do anything, energy. I know that I should believe in it, but if I lived it, the way I would live my own life would be completely different. So you,
2: you spoke last year about it, Mary i almost about Avodah Zara's Zara, like Hashem is strange to you.
1: Nachon. That, you're, that you're working right. Avodah Zara means Avodah Shehi Lecha, right? Avodah Zara doesn't necessarily mean like we think that paganism is with idols or worshipping the moon and the stars and the sun. Today, now, today's concept of Avodah Zara Avodah Shehizarah Lecha, that you serve God like a pagan, meaning that you serve God like a stranger, that it's not something that's really close to you. You're so much closer following any Trump social media thing, so much closer to you. It, it relates to you so much more than, than a crying during a mincha on a Tuesday afternoon. That's Avodah zara. Now, back to the PSS, man. How did we get to that kind of place? Because of the filtering process. Because we've kept on filtering out thoughts that unless I can make a vodazara out of it, i got nothing to do with it. And, we've, and I mean, this is scary to say, but it's almost like we've become an Erev Rav on a certain level. He, he really nails it right
2: here. They, they want to make the image of the God of Egypt. Because in Egypt... This, this is a God, and this a God for this, a God for that. In the world we live in, this group has their God, this other group has their God. Well, we have our God. We think our God is God. Well, you think your God is God. Okay, fine. It's, it's, it's the Mitzrayim mentality. Whereas, whereas God doesn't fit into any of that.
1: And that's why we keep on saying every single day, Zeichel Yitzias Yitzias Mitzrayim.
2: Exactly.
1: That's why we keep on revisiting this we concept. Huh?
2: We need to finally get it. That that... Not, we're not talking about the country is a little south of us. We're talking about this it. <laughs> right. phys- physical mentality and and, and mechanism that we that we live in.
1: He really got he really got it here. Yeah, this is it. This is it. They foolishly desired an image of the god of Egypt. You can even think you're doing something so holy, but you're, what you're really doing is you're desiring just another substance of avodah zarah. Now, the basis of our group is that we do not rebuke and command people, for either they will not listen, or they will look at themselves and say that they already possess positive mindfulness and inspiration, even if that's not the case. This is because everyone wants to be pure of heart and elevated. Of course we want that. However, most people cannot rise behind, beyond the flotsam, in which they are afloat. <laughs>
0: what a line.
1: I gotta see that in Hebrew. One second. Huh? No, but what's the whole line? What is he saying?
0: It He added in English. Where is it? Ah.
1: What does that mean? What's their refesh? What does that mean? Shmutz. However, most people cannot rise behind the shmutz in which they are afloat. The entire purpose of our group is to raise people. We will lower our shoulders to whatever low level another member may be on. Down to the soles of the feet of his spirit and body, and from there we will raise him using means appropriate to his condition. This is, this is unbelievable. Remember, he said there's no leader also. Remember, remember he said this. This is how he started. He said, There's not gonna, there's no elite, there's no, he says, I'm part of the therapy. I'm in this too. I'm not gonna stand there in the middle and tell you guys wrong, right. We're going down with you, we're going down with you. We're going, it's unbelievable. Group members must be given exercises and counsel appropriate to their level, which will help them habituate themselves to mindfulness. And so, in this spirit, my counsel is that a person in such a situation, at the beginning of the growth and expanding of his mindfulness, should depend upon the view of the Ravid, who responds to the Rambam. Why does he call a person who attributes physicality to God a sectarian? A number of great and good people have entertained this idea. Okay, do you you guys know what this is about? The Machlokas Rambam Ravid? Okay, we're going to stop here, because this this is going to take us on a whole other thing. We're going to continue exactly from this spot, because remember, what does the Rambam say about this whole concept of imagery? What we learn, uh, mamish. Is that? So, he's saying over here. So, okay, I'm giving you a heter for to begin this work to lismoch ala ravid. Now, if you don't know anything about Rambam and Ravid and who they were, just know one thing. I was each other. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> the Rambam and the Ravid is the Ravid is is the. Chana not, Chalila, not the other side, like we say, is Sitra, right? He's just the opposing, they're, they're always like this, and we're going to see inside, like, like when you see in the Mishnah Torah, you see the Ravid always comes on the side, because they're always fighting with each other. So he's basically saying, okay, it's impossible to just start from nowhere. So let's start from, uh, 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 you, can, you can be so for now, on the way the Ravid is going to understand the concept of connecting to imagery, as a as baby steps, but just to work yourself through to get to the real place where none of that is is, is you know, none of, none of that is needed. But he, the way he's speaking about defining this chavre is out of this world. I
2: mean he says like you're only as strong as your weakest link. That's why we'll start from the bottom
1: and we'll start But he's saying that to the group too. Like That's what as, saying. oh you're saying yeah. as a as a group yeah. you're only as strong as your weakest link. Meaning as an individual weak. too. But okay. But, but as but if we're one, you
2: shine as an individual when you're part of a group. Nahon.
1: Nahon. Nahon. this is just this is just incredible. I mean, this avoda. Look, let's just it's like not, team this be like, right. And let's not kid ourselves. Like we're not, we're not there. It's not what we're doing here. We're learning. We're still learning about what they're doing, and and I'm waiting for you know, I'm waiting for you guys to say let's do that. I'm not like he said. This is we're not telling anybody what to do here. We're not telling people this is not that's not how this work is going to work meaning other team buildings would work when there's you know instructions manuals and there's musr and shmuz, that's not that's not what's going to happen over here this is much bigger than all of this like the purpose of this is to get out of Egypt it doesn't work like you like you do other forms of team building anyway this is mo- I'm I'm so happy that we're learning this you have no idea and I pray Be'ezrat hashat shamit that we don't give up because it's very easy with this stuff to give up because yeah, it's not as inspiring as like popping open a mashilach and learning two lines and getting high off Reb Nachman, right? You know, unfortunately, for some people, you can even make a vodazara out of Reb Nachman. It's very, very, we very, very literally. How high we will get when we go back exactly. Not just go back to learning that stuff. It's going back to our families, going back to our Shabbos tables. Going back to whatever else I ha- I'm involved with in my life, Hashem, that's the point. The point is clearly not to see how high we can get in here. That's almost not, you know, almost irrelevant. It's what happens to us the other, the other 20 hours that we're not in here, other 22, 22 hours of the day that we're not in here. But we'll continue Thursday with with Parsha. If you want me to hold on to these sheets, I'll hold on to them until next time. And please make sure, the last email from Cliff, I really want everyone to look at. And when he says VC, you guys remember what VC is, right? When he writes VC in the email? Victim consciousness. VC, victim consciousness.